The goal, explain the 1990s in exactly 60 songs. The result, we did it. I'm Rob Arvilla. I host 60 songs that explain the 90s, which has indeed covered 60 fantastic songs thus far from Tupac to Radiohead to TLC. So let's do 30 more. Let's do 90 songs. No, we're not changing the name. More rad songs, more special guests, more astute critical analysis, more loopy nostalgic exuberance. That's 60 songs that explain the 90s every Wednesday only on Spotify. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hello and welcome back to the Stadio Podcast. I'm Musa Kwonga. I'm Ryan Hun. Ryan, how are you doing? I'm almost on the beach. I think I sacked <laughs> I sang on the last one as well. What's going on? Maybe that should be a new bit. <laughs> Just singing random. It's, it's been a bit for a while. It's yeah. been a bit for a while. Ian always tells me off for singing instructions. Singing today. sentences. There's a little bit of a glimpse behind the curtain. Sometimes on the, redu- on the Writer's House production, I, I sometimes sing the production to him. Yeah, but he should live it, but he should do it too. Why doesn't he do it? Because he starts... Put your chair down a little bit. He'll start doing it. He'll start doing it. He'll just burst into song. Of all the people we know, he is the most likely to burst into song at spontaneous moments, just singing random things. So he can't really talk. I think he's projecting. I think with that bit, I think he, I think he really wants to hate it, but actually secretly loves it. Yeah, because <laughs> so it's his. Because double. he's the kind of person you can imagine him singing the directions of a GPS. Finchley yeah. Road, Craig David. You can imagine him singing it. <laughs> anyway, are you right, man? You doing? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. I'm really good. I'm merry. I'm good. Vibes. Vibes. Yeah. Are you looking yeah. forward to the summer? I am. It means not obviously not podcasting with you, Ryan. But apart from that, it's <laughs> who are we kidding? I'm looking forward to it. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you going to be hot boy snummering? Listen, no comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I can say I'm very proud. So I've just taken delivery of two. I'm taking delivery very soon of two beautiful suits coming in from Ghana. And I cannot wait. Lovely. Listen, can't I'm, wait. I'm not going to hot boy somewhere. I'm going to pod boy somewhere. <laughs> that is uh, oh God. not doing any podcasts. It's quite basic, actually. It's it quite is, basic it strategy. Uh, this is the final episode of Stadio this season. It is. And yeah, we wanted to do something a little bit a little bit different this time yes. around, which we'll get onto in a minute. If you've seen the title, you already know what it is, mm. if you've read the, read the description, so it doesn't matter. But um, before we go into this conversation, I just wanted to say a big thanks to everyone who has reached out this year and checked our work and shared the podcast and listened to the podcast and all of that stuff. People who have joined through the World Cup, mm. people who have yes. been with us from the jump, people who stayed with us through the World Cup, because uh, not going to lie, Michelle, it went a little bit woke for a while. It did, it did, it did. Um, <laughs> on that note, don't worry, people inquiring about woke World Cup t-shirts. It's on our to-do list for the summer. Listen, incoming. I just want to say, I want to echo that. Like, obviously. This has not been an easy 
year for us, a season for us, you know, for a variety of reasons, some which we disclose, some which are, I think, implicit. Um, and it's been a, a real journey. And I think navigating a lot of these issues on and off the pitch, it's not easy, such a high intensity of games, but I'm really proud of the work we've done. And I'm really proud of the listeners we have. It's really incredible. The sensitivity, the questions we get. And even when the questioning gets intense, it's always people holding us to account and encouraging us to explore yet further. So I'm really grateful for our listeners. Thank you for everyone that continues to pay us attention and give us your time. Cause you know, we know it's a busy world out there. Everyone's got stuff going on. So thank you so much. And thank you all of you checking in, uh, not only with us, mm. but with each other, because we've seen the Stato community grow. We've seen people create friendships and there was no lovelier moment than the Writers House Live we did actually mm-hmm. um, in London, where you really saw people coming together and just hanging out, having met through the podcast. And that to me is like, that gives me the biggest joy. So. Thank you so much, everyone. And we'll do this as well as we can for as long as we can. Thank you so much. That was much. one of my favourite moments of the past year, actually, because I came out Amazing. a little bit after everyone had already gone out and I saw that Ian had a massive queue, you yeah. had a massive queue, and Flo <laughs> had a massive queue, which meant I just kind of stayed where I was and just tooked away. Oh, please. The super villain. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was great, actually. That was, a, that was really fun, that show. Wasn't it lovely? Yeah. That I was the that. one where we were talking about Pep getting high and trying to win a treble without Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> <laughs> which he did. Which he kind, kind of, of did. <laughs> yeah, he kind of did. <laughs> wow. That was funny. Um, all right, so our, our final episode of this yes. here season is mm. a chat with the TFO boys. Well, two of them. Yes. Joe Devine and Seb Stafford-Bohr. Joe and I talked about this a little while ago. We just never really got round to doing it. Mm. And also for some of the reason why you might hear in the chat, because we talked about a little bit of the differing processes between TIFO. Obviously, they're really video heavy. We don't do video. We talked about why that was. We talked about what we loved about each other's stuff, which I thought was very, very wholesome. <laughs> and, uh, you know, occasionally a little bit too sickly sweet. But yes, who cares? Yes. There's been enough. There's been enough horrible stuff this year. You're going to. Listen to you lot. You're still here. You knew what this was. I knew this was. And you can always turn it off. We should call um, the podcast that. Exactly. <laughs> what else do we talk about? We talked about a little bit of just some stuff from this year, a few highlights this season. Um, it was fun. It was a fun chat, actually. We could have actually sat there for it. a lot longer, yeah. but Joe, obviously being the, the big, yeah, the, the most big important, important, by far, yes. Know, big yeah. important person at the Athletic. I'm actually to, amazed he gave us his presence, to be honest. I'm surprised, actually. I'm not, surpri- not surprised Seb turned up, but, you know, there's no counting Well, you, you know, you and Seb <laughs> go way back as That's well. That's true, we do. Poor Seb. friends. Poor Seb, oh my God. Um, it was just, I'm just glad we got to do this because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good boys, those TFO boys. and yeah, lovely people. We love them very much. And yeah. we're glad that we got to do that. And we're Yeah, glad we're that, lucky to have them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very. And we gl- we're glad that they, you know, made that decision on the podcast stuff on their own terms, let's say. Yeah, yeah. It was bold. A lot of people wouldn't have done that. No, wouldn't no. Have, wouldn't have um, yeah, yeah. And actually, Joe goes to explain a little bit more why they did that in this. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was just a kind of nice little relaxed chat that I thought could be a nice little bonus for everyone. Um, or not. I mean, to be honest, people might look at this and be like, what? Okay. Really? Well, I'm already. Yeah. You, st- you guys are still going. Football finished ages ago. We're yeah. on the beach. Yeah. Are you not going to talk about Mbappe? <laughs> um, shall we get into the chat? Let's do it. 
Hi, guys. Hello. This is fun. Yeah, I know. It's nice, isn't it? You were just saying, Ryan, about how you aren't ending your podcast. And I was no, saying, but you well, are. No, but I mean, it's terrific that you know, I'd be very, very upset if you did. I can't imagine if one of my favorite podcasts <laughs> changed completely. I don't know where to talk. All my rhythm is off. Isn't that interesting? Oh, hang on, there are usually four of you on the pod, no? Yeah, but different people with different speech patterns, you know, different tendencies. Also, I feel happy just cutting across the people I usually record with. This time, I, I feel like there's a, a degree <laughs> of reverence in the studio. <laughs> oh, there he is. I don't, it's begun know. already. <laughs> uh, the first question is, Seb, have you eaten? So I have eaten about three-fifths of my cereal. I've eaten enough whereby I'm not going to get hungry. But not so much that the bowl of cereal that hasn't been finished doesn't look quite appetizing in front of me right now. Just sitting in front of my computer screen. So kind of, uh, I've hit the sweet spot. Peak cereal. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that's a, who, who don't listen to Tifo, well, you've, you've missed... Well, no, you haven't missed the good stuff because I suppose no, there, is more, yeah. there are more... <laughs> the, the podcast is carrying on and we'll probably talk about it in a little bit. But Seb was very hungry at the, at the last episode and apparently it was a really, really long recording. And... You could just hear Seb just being like, let me out of here. It was a bit like that. I'm glad you picked up on that, uh, Ryan, because, uh, you know, in, in my head, we in the TIFO podcast, we tend to record the, the intro at the end after we know what we've talked about. And it had been quite a long day, but it was the last time the four of us were ever going to get together in that sense. And so in my head, I was thinking, well, it's a nice opportunity to speak directly to the audience and, to, <laughs> you know, to have a bit of a cathartic moment after years of, of, of being friends in front of people. Um, whereas <laughs> Seb really wasn't interested in that at all. Seb checked out six months ago, and uh, he mainly wanted to go to go to Pret and get one of his uh, regular regular lunchtime sandwiches, didn't you, Seb? There was a lot of fuckery going on, and I didn't like it. <laughs> Why does that sound like a line from the thick of it? <laughs> it's your line. It's your line. I was I was actually on a U-bahn into the centre of Hamburg, listening to a stadio. Not, no, that's not humble brag. It's just a, I don't know. Wow, no, no, we'll but, take um, it. We'll take it. Quite cool. I laughed out loud at that Berlin, so. in a kind of an English sort of way. And uh, the, the sort of the, the other U-Bahn passengers sort of looked around and kind of gave me a bit of a... A dirty look. Um, oh no, yeah, oh no. Yeah. What time of day was it? Mid-morning, mid-morning. Yeah, that's not ideal. No one was happy because they, they were seemingly on their way to work and, you know, and, and yeah, it wasn't the time for laughter. And, you know... <laughs> It wasn't the time. Can I be honest? Hamburg is a bit of a catfish city because it's utterly beautiful, right? And it's it's lovely and it's sunny whenever I visit. And the moment I think about living there, it starts hammering down with rain. <laughs> the moment I yeah. spend more than like three nights there, it clatters down. And I'm like, ah, the true self comes out. This is it's Northern scurry, Europe. Scurry back we to are Berlin. only an hour away from Copenhagen. So, yeah. Dude, I grew up in Manchester. That's like heaven to me. <laughs> Copenhagen catching strays. <laughs> Just oh, bring it on. So, uh, we, I don't know what, why did we decide to do this? Joe and I were talking a while ago when you were t- talking about ending the pod in the current format. Yeah. And we were like, we have to do something. I think it's mainly because I wanted to, because I, I, I listen to Standia. It's the only football podcast that I really listen to, apart from the occasional informative athletic one. And uh, I wanted to insert myself on it. That's it. I sort of thought, you know, when you, <laughs> oh you, listen, to a, you listen to a famous person or something, you think, oh, I should be their friend. And I will, I will be. I'll send them an email and I'll do, you know, God. something will happen. This is kind of it. I just wanted to, I wanted to appear down the, down the Stadio feed. All the, the Stadio listeners, the cool people who thought they'd escaped Tifo. Oh, no. no, you haven't. You haven't. Because I'm here now. You can never evade me. Um, but largely just because I just love your show. 
I think what you Thanks, guys do Mara. is great. It is. You said before, is it, is it okay to talk about why we're not doing the TIFO podcast anymore? And I, I said, yes. And g- genuinely, you might think I'm lying now. One of the reasons is because every time I listen to Stadio, I'm a mixture of I really enjoy it and I'm just mm. furious about how much better the football chat is than what I what, think we oh, yeah, 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 no, 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 no. right. yeah, Honestly, I really think all, that. No, we need, to, we, need to, we need to stop this because... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's true. No, it's true because uh, particularly when it came to... So one of the things about, about Tifo that's, that was really fun was that, you know, Seven I and JJ and John would have a great time and we would do silly mm. really well and we'd laugh a lot and, and very uh, thankfully we'd make lots of, our, you know, lots of our audience would feel the same way about it and enjoy it too. Um, but as, as Seb, you know, Seb moved to, to Hamburg and as we started mm. to record in a studio and he was the only person who was... Uh, remote it was a lot harder for him to join in the fun just in the same way as if you're you know you're on a zoom call and everyone else and your meeting yeah. is is in the office or whatever that's quite a difficult dynamic and seb uh, as listeners will know is the guy who helped us cover anything semi-serious so if there was ever mm. a situation that we wanted to speak about but wasn't funny or wasn't to be made fun of uh, seb was kind of central to that right so mm. as seb sort of stopped participating in the podcast as regularly for those uh, you know aforementioned understandable reasons our ability to cover anything other than like, you know, stupid stuff, I think dropped heavily. And then I would, the same week, I think, oh, we didn't, didn't cover that that well. And then I'd listen to Stadio and I'd be like, oh, fuck's sake, <laughs> these guys have nailed it. It's so annoying. But also though, the, the, you have John and JJ and obviously before that, Alex as well, who will do mm-hmm. really, really, like we, we watch loads of TIFO yeah. videos. We listen to a load of the stuff about it's the tactical so breakdowns yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. We give them many a shout out. Yeah, they're so good. So I think it's just, it's just like, I think one of the things that I was quite interested in talking about on here, we talked about before was, was that to me, TIFO and Stadio feel like very different things, but there is like a crossover. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, maybe that's because of Musa Ogwonga, who, for those who don't know, Musa was, used to be on TIFO back in the day, right? Listen, I was there before it was cool. <laughs> old heads remember the umax days listen <laughs> yeah actually i did a look so i did a couple of um i did a couple of the animated well did the voiceovers and text a couple of animated videos uh my favorite one's still the iniesta one i love doing yeah, that with you beautiful it was yeah, a pleasure working with, well. you, with you all on that yeah. um but i, I want to sort of just say joe that's your reasons obviously they make sense and they're, they're quite sad in a way because they're, they're very self-aware reasons do you know what i mean like there's a when Benzema like left Madrid, right? It was like because he felt a slight drop in his performance level, right? And most people don't notice. And then most people would be like, you can put work out and like most people listening, they're going to be happy with it. But you yourselves are going to be like, oh no, that's not what we nailed. We didn't nail it. And then over time, you're like, you appraise your performance and people can say what they like about your work and your performance, but you internally among yourselves, you're like, <clears throat> there's a bar we have to hit. And if we're not hitting that bar, then we don't. And that, that's, that's sad for me, like, because I love listening to your stuff and watching it. I'm not, not to make this into like a praise fest because listeners might roll their eyes, but I genuinely mean it. The stuff you've done, JJ videos, John's videos, Seb's analysis, your analysis, your sort of comparing hosting and the live stuff is great. For me, it's sad to see that. I'm just saying that on the record. It's sad for me to see that. Um, but I also think there's a lot of integrity in doing it the way you've done it. And I, I don't want to sound like I'm just blowing smoke because people sometimes listen to sometimes you know get tired of that but that's what i genuinely feel 
So, no, yeah. I like it. If, I mean, more smokers. <laughs> <laughs> un, unlike this, unlike, unlike Tifo, we don't do video, right? So we were like, Joe, we can do this, but we're not going to do video. <laughs> and uh, and you, what listeners couldn't see was Joe was just like giving it the kind of like more, 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 <laughs> like, more, uh, the, more. Raise it, you know, try to hype the crowd up. No, it's oh, nice though because like basically his face as Musa went on <laughs> again. Very aware that we don't want to make this a, a, a praise fest, despite the fact that we clearly like each other's podcasts. But uh, it's, you know, it's one of the only nice comments I've had about this decision. Most people, uh, understandably, uh, if they're a big fan of the show, are unhappy about it. But there was one nice comment on the final, um, on the final studio show. It might have been the final live show. Somebody mm. said it's very rare to see things go out at the top, and that's mm. I, I love oh. that. Like that's you know, yeah. it is. Um, it's uh, it's it's a sort of Simpsons thing, isn't it? That's how JJ not, and I have not about not not since not since Wham broke up in the eighties has a British pop ensemble <laughs> fallen apart with such dignity. <laughs> there you go. Yes, listen, um, we had to we had to take it there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I really hope for both our sakes that our demographics are as such that a load of people just gone who are Wham? Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, we're all in big trouble. That's the gap between the two circles. Isn't Count, it? Counting yeah, on it. Counting I on really it. hope so. <laughs> we talked about how different the processes were with Tifo with Stadio because Tifo is obviously you have all the the kind of video element whereas and you mentioned Joe about how when Seb moved and having not not having him in the room it's really interesting because Moose and I haven't done a puck I mean we've done one puck one Stadio in the same room which was in a hotel in we did one in the airport. You did the airport. Oh, we, one. Did, we did the airport. We did the airport one. We did the airport. Listen, we did one in the air, one in Berlin airport, Berlin Hamburg airport. We did one in a in a in a really tiny hotel room in France. Yeah. And since, apart from that, we haven't done a studio in the same room since the pandemic. Yeah. Do you find it weird when you do it in the same room? Is it like the dynamic? Is it different when you're looking at each other? It's hardest yeah. to edit because there's too much bleed on the mics. Yeah. So mm. you can't isolate. But for us, it was really it became really normal. And actually I think the fact that we, like we made a really conscious choice, for example, this is, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys want to go there, but I thought today might be quite fun for people just to actually hear a little bit more about like yeah. process, how we do stuff. But we, for example, we didn't ever really want to do video because we, well, first of all, we edit quite heavily, mm. but for us, it was, it was especially during the pandemic where everyone kind of like had this new rhythm that makes sense. So it was like, and, P, and we had a lot of correspondence from people saying that they listened to Stadio in a certain setting. It was either walking the dog every day or if they were doing the washing up or something like that. So they, they essentially, you essentially like join, this might sound a little bit kind of like too, well, I'm trying to explain how I made the White Album, but <laughs> uh, it's just a podcast. But I really liked that idea of actually just being with people when they're doing stuff yeah. and it's, and you allow them to kind of fill in the gaps, right? But that's not to say that I don't like video. I think what you guys do and the way that you do video is amazing. It's also like, to me, is like truly terrifying because I'm not wild about being on camera anyway. Mm. When you guys did the daily live streams through the World Cup specifically, Moose and I, you know, we watched a lot of them and in the Euros. And I remember just watching them with awe because I think the pressure to do that is not something I think I could have done on Stadio. I think I, we struggled, or I struggled doing just, pod, just audio podcasts in there. So having to be on in a physical sense, mm. as well as an actual like content sense, and I, you know, don't like that word, but I don't know. I don't know how you guys did it. And it was like Moose and I have spoken numerous times about how that's just something I don't think we could have done. I think, I think in that situation though, you activate a mode in yourself, which is not quite an autopilot, but it's almost a delirium because the nature of it means that you become fatigued very, very quickly. Mm. And there are short bursts of concentration that you require. Like, so 
whenever you're talking about, I don't know, Balkan politics, for instance, or you're, yeah. you're discussing something of, you know, uh, great sensitivity, you need to get that right. But then beyond that, you're in a room with people that kind of, I think, and this is going to lead into something I'm going to say about, uh, about Stadio, but when you have chemistry with people, it, it's very calming because you can also like, um, Joe probably, uh, when I'm speaking, Joe can probably tell when I'm getting into trouble or whether I'm, when I'm starting to move into deep waters with stuff that is, you know, which I'm ignorant about. Um, at the same time, like I, I feel like the great advantage of Stadio is, and I don't have a particular setting where I listen, but I like the fact that I know you're not in the same room mm. because to me, Stadio is a, it's a podcast from the ether, right? Like without being too pretentious about it. Um, for me also, I move country. Um, I live in the same place that you guys do. And so there's a little bit of detachment there that I like. And it also suits what you talk about because you're, you're jumping around Europe and you're, you're talking about this and you're, you're perfectly um, informed about everything that's happened within um, a certain continent or time period. It gives you uh, more of an equal footing as a listener as well. Because if these guys aren't in the same exactly place, that, like, I'm also exactly. not in the same place. And then it, 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 it feels like I'm not excluded from the room like Seb is on the Zoom call. I'm just yeah. part, of the, <laughs> yeah. part of the ethereal podcast gang, you know? Yeah. That's quite nice. And I think, can I say this as well? Because I think, Seb, you're interesting because you had to make the transition from doing stuff anonymously, right? Yeah. And, behind, and with yeah. no camera, and you had to make that shift. How was that going from, you know, being basically behind a kind of an alias to, to doing stuff in front of camera? Because that's something you've really managed to do. What was the, what was the main challenge in sort of coming out from behind that and, and doing the video as well as the audio? Well, I mean, I suppose I was sort of behind a veil because I, I never really intended that to become any sort of profession. It was a hobby around the job at the time. And that's mm. going way back. Like, I think, you know, I spoke about this and sort of 2010 World Cup or something. But mm. I think for me, it's always been the, <clears throat> the private school thing, double barrel surname, accent. Mm. Yeah. And you're never quite sure how you're going to be received. And like, there's still a bit of animosity in here and then. And I get that. I can't promise yeah, yeah. That if the boot was on the other foot, I wouldn't be exactly the same. Um, so it was kind of, it was an opportunity for me to, um, whether this was in my own, own head or, or in reality, it was uh, an opportunity to be myself without kind of confronting all the assumptions that I had about the way I'd be received. Um, mm. but again, like it's been pretty easy because at TIFO, I'm just one of the people in the room. It's never really about me. Mm. Um, and so you're just part of an ensemble or a chorus, whatever. And, and so that makes it a lot easier. Like I'm like, Ryan, I, I, I'm not comfortable in front of camera. Mm. Um, and I couldn't do it without the other guys really, or without sort of the attention being spread across the room. The thing is you can, though. I mean, Seb did some, uh, some, we experimented with some live streams before we started to do this for the podcast about a year ago, maybe longer. And every, oh every Sunday yeah, yeah, yeah. Seb would do a live stream on literally on his own. Yeah, oh my God. from his bedroom yeah. in his little, from his little like attic with 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 one of my cats chewing the cable, yeah. and he would talk for twenty minutes, and he would respond to the audience comments, and like he's a total fucking natural, and mm. you know he says like what him being himself is literally the the only requirement of putting someone in front of a camera in twenty twenty two twenty twenty three. It's like everybody is so. Uh, you know, like young younger audiences and the people who a lot of whom are engaging with the stuff that we do in in, in video, mm. they are so aware of the difference t- between an advert and um, and original content. Yeah. They're so aware about uh, who's being authentic and who's being inauthentic when they're being lied to. You know, it's just built yeah. into their brain to to watch out for that stuff. Um, and so, you know, when someone when people 
viewers come upon someone like Sam, um, who is just completely exactly the same on the podcast or on videos as he as he is in in real life it's a total uh, breath of fresh air he never is doing anything he never like intentionally heightens it uh, for for the sake of the audience he never lies with his performance like he's uh, all it's it's the purest kind of performance that you get and people even when people I'm hungry. love it even when you're hungry. hungry like i will tell the audience when i'm hungry can i right. actually can i say on that um on the throw another sorry question actually that's not a Q&A, but I thought I might as well get in there. So Joe, how did you actually like decide on the tone for Tifa? Because you're across all these different platforms and you do cover stuff in like real depth, like you go into like real tactical depth. So how did you work out to strike a balance? What was that? What was the process behind thinking on that? Um, sort of wasn't really any thinking. I think that's the, that's the thing. Um, it, it, you know, the, yeah, that the comes Tifo... across. That comes across. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, no, sorry, no, no, it's good. The Tifo podcast is is a sort of um, you know, a good or an okay reflection of a mixture of, and this is going to sound very corporate now. So, apologies to to the listeners, but it's a good reflection of a mixture of like the core brand values of of Tifo, mm. which are largely to be curious and to not shy away from the the, the curiosity and to assume that people will find uh, an interest in learning something, right? Like that's kind of all that is required to make mm. a TIFO video. Um, and then also a reflection of our personalities and um, the way that, that JJ and I and Seb and, and John and Ruben, the baby boy Pinder are in a room is, is how we would be <laughs> in a room without microphones and without uh, cameras. And that's, that's quite nice. There's not really a, a filter in that sense. There's a little bit of... Um, uh, of emphasis on mm. some of some of those elements and like there's a bit of stage craft like um but generally speaking it's 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 pretty authentic i th- i do i would say as well you know and this is kind of a bit of a, a um a deeper reason as to one of the contributing reasons as to why I, I, we want to change the podcast uh to you know into into something else is because what the podcast became over the last six months. Like I decided that we were going to do that after, just after the World Cup. I think we'd actually we hung around with you guys a couple of times during, mm. during the World Cup. Yeah. And it was about halfway through the daily live streams that you were just talking about. Uh, I decided I'm not doing this again after the, the, the end of the season. And mm. after conversations with JJ, John and Seb, we decided that the best thing to do would be to, 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 to reshape it. Um, and one of the reasons for that is because we, we created a really fun product that people love and, uh, where, you know, silliness kind of plays like a much higher, um, or much bigger role than it did uh, a year or two ago. Mm. And that's, that's great. But if we're being honest with ourselves about the kind of central mission of, of TIFO, it's not hugely reflective. It, at least it's like, there are elements of it that definitely are, mm. but the elements that aren't were kind of grow, <clears throat> growing in size because of like just our natural personalities and also how tired we are on a Monday and, you know, yeah. sort of like how much time we actually have to prep. I mean, you know, the reason, as I said to you guys before that I'm so impressed every time I listen to Stadio is because I have no clue how you're able to jump country yeah. to country and do the analysis yeah. that you do. Like, I, I cannot even imagine having to just read that shit off a plan. Uh, it, it, you know, and that, that's the thing. I, when I listen to that and I think, oh, it's like... It's so annoying. It's, also, it's so annoying. It's, it's, it's interesting. Sorry, just that's interesting. You said plan because actually, with <laughs> talking about processes, we we don't have like show plans. Yeah, we have a little WhatsApp where we're like, should we do this first? Do this, this, and this, and then yeah. usually most of the jumping is just done under Roundup, right? And we'll just kind of 
figure stuff out. But this is this this is this is kind of going back to the the beauty of not having to be on mm. because we're like, well, my process because I produce for the people who don't know. Yeah, my process has always been let the conversation happen. Yes, because sometimes it's the second or third time that you reiterate a point that it goes in an interesting direction. And if you're on the clock, I mean, we kind yeah. of keep to a loose structure. Yeah. Sometimes we've struggled and sometimes we've gone way too long. But um, if we find that if you're on the clock, sometimes you lose a little bit of the, of the, the not, I don't say magic, but that kind of, the, 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 some of the good, some of the best stuff I think that's happened on Stadio that I've looked back on and been like, yeah, that was really good was kind of, Stuff that if we were on the clock, we wouldn't have done. Like the the one that springs to mind, which is probably one of my favorite Stadio bits, was that it was one of the first what if episodes, and we were talking about if if Poland had beaten Germany in seventy four, and we ended up if we were on the clock, we never would have got there. But it, <laughs> the the original recording was probably about twenty five minutes just on this section, and we got we eventually got to the point where we questioned whether Soviet Union would fall apart as quickly. <laughs> <laughs> How like, we got away with that? <laughs> to me. That just wouldn't have happened, for example, if you were like, if you had a producer being like, move it on. Yeah. Mm. Yes, that's loads of extra work for me. And we are literally a two person crew. Stadio is Musa and I. There are a lot of people I think you think there are other people involved. There aren't. It's Musa and I. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot of work. But I think that in terms of what we wanted the podcast to actually be, mm. it kind of suits it. Mm. That makes sense. Well, it's here's, here's um, I want to ask a question of you guys because. Uh, you have a fant- you know you have a fantastic chemistry, which is I mean you know I would say like de- definitely one of the biggest reasons that the that the show works to listen to. What do you disagree about? Uh, do you have any regular disagreements? Are there or do you see things fundamentally differently in any area? I think you're disagreeing. I mean, actually, I think the thing is we fundamentally agree on most stuff. Like we might disagree. I think the things we might disagree on. on let's for example, sounds like a small example. When Norway played England in the Euros, right? Women's Euros. Mm. And I had an interpretation of the game that's very different. So I was like, I felt like Norway could have taken that. If they'd taken the lead, then it's a changing game. Whereas you were like, no, actually, England would always control. So we mm-hmm. sometimes read matches differently in terms of like moments, momentum. Um, we might read things different in terms of like how pressure's happening in part of a game. So we'll actually disagree sometimes on like reading, I think, stages in a game, what turning points were, which is quite good for conversations. When did you guys first realize that there was that chemistry between you? Because like I. I think regardless of what you're podcasting about, like the great strength of Stadio is that chemistry, that kind of conversational aspect to your, your relationship and where you can go and where you can kind of prompt each other to go. When did you first think, okay, we're friends, but we could also do this. Like we could also have this gear. I don't, um, can I just, I don't think we, we actually met for a coffee. Uh, Ryan had heard something I'd done on the Askcast. And so we went for a coffee and Ryan had an idea for a podcast and was like, I think you'd like to get involved. So Ryan actually thought it would work in terms of a podcast before I had an idea of it. And we just met for this coffee at this, um, a cafe that remained nameless because- This is in Berlin though, right? Yeah, we met for a coffee. We played football in the same club in Berlin, just different teams within the club. Ryan at a far higher level. Just <laughs> behave. That actually, I think was the first time looking back now where, where I was like, okay, a, we're going to be friends and B, we could probably do something together someday because we just sat at this cafe in Berlin in Boxhagener, in Boxhagener Platz and just chatted. And we were there for like four hours and we'd meet once a week, once a fortnight 
it was Musa who got me writing about football. And then, yeah, basically something came up with, with somewhere else and we, we got involved with that. And then that ended after a year and then we started Stadio. And it was very much kind of like, Musa is busy. He has written a load of books. He was writing for ESPN. He's Musa Wakonga. People know who he is. He didn't, I don't think he needed Stadio at the time, whereas I kind of really did. It's the first thing I've ever done that's quickly become something. <laughs> it's literally the first thing I've ever done that has met with. Like, He's probably written a book while we've been recording. <laughs> no, says that. That's rubbish. God. Yeah, massive lie. God. <laughs> it's probably been like given the, the, the freedom of a city or yeah, yeah. You know, an honorary fellowship somewhere. Wow, or, wow. You know, it's always your own people. Right. Wow. Joe, you've mentioned something there that I wanted to circle back on because I think it's really interesting about how like the core like the kind of like the core values of Tifo and what you all of a sudden kind of realized. As a shop window, it had different products in place than that what were in the shop. And it's really interesting because Moose and I have had the very same conversation recently where because Stadio was never just supposed to be a podcast. Mm. That was never the goal. It was supposed to be one part of what made Stadio. But one of the things that became really evident, especially in the, in when the pandemic hit was we were doing these stadio sessions, right? So we were doing these like live streams, music with football, like clips of football commentary. But the cool thing about it was we did it on this platform called Mixalart and it has a chat room. Mm. So you just had everyone who was a stadio listener chatting to each other in the chat room and yeah. you could see where everyone was from. And I think at that point in time, it goes back to what you're saying about like not doing the video thing and feeling connected because we're all kind of not in the same place. Mm. It was really cool to see a load of people quite a, quite a scary time you know we don't we didn't know as much about what was going on as we do now just kind of in the same place digitally yeah and i think that's something that over the next year we've not really talked about this on the podcast but we we we're, we're aiming to announce a few things over the summer or before next season that in addition to the podcast a few things that shift the focus back onto the community aspect of it because i think that was something that was that was really important to us about Stadio and if I'm being honest I think it's something that has felt lacking since Twitter has just died a death oh god yeah, yeah. yeah. you know the, god, we, yeah. We, we felt yeah. that community on on Twitter because it was just very, everyone was very connected and since that's gone it's felt like it's been hard to gauge I mean it is still there I think but it's felt I think at the end of this kind of season that's been so exhausting for everyone in a combination with Twitter dying mm. it's it's kind of felt a little bit I, don't, I wouldn't say we felt lost at all. It's not that dramatic, but it's felt different, mm. you know, probably in the yeah. same way that you mentioned with TFO. Does your environment still feel calm? So when I, when I listen, I have a kind of, I suppose, sort of a mental image of what other people listening are doing or saying or what they're like as people. And it always feels a little bit, I know you, you, you reference some of sort of the, um, the, the more obnoxious comments that you get mm. on the podcast itself, but it always feels like a little bit of a safe space. Like it's a sort of, um, the the air is a little bit kinder around Stadio. Is that is that true? Or is that just an illusion from the outside? It still is quite calm. Like I think because when we critique, you know, the the tougher issues, you know, be it the World Cup, be it like you know sports washing or whatever, or inequalities in clubs, we come at it from an angle of respect for the club, for the fans. Fans, I think it's respect for the fans first. And fans that yeah. we go, sometimes we go quite hard after the institutions, but they, they're like, we always t try to do it with um, an element of care. And I think Stadio listeners are people that listen with care as well. So that filter, like we don't have the kind of listeners, I think, that 
that tune in just to kind of be angry, right? Which is, you know, there's, yeah. there is a place for that. Don't get me wrong. There's a place for rage and there's a lot of music I listen to that's just really about rage. You know, there's no problem, no judgment there. But then this feels like the currency now, though. It's kind of you, you, you're involved in this dance where you provide the provocative opinion, which creates a space for somebody to crack back at you. And then it becomes a sort of this event that uh, rolls around Twitter. So for instance, right, right at the beginning of the season, mm. we, had a, we did a podcast where um, I think it was JJ and Joe were engaged in a conversation about Arsenal's performance. I think it was in North London Derby. Mm. And it was kind of, the mood was very sort of lighthearted and, and it became a thing. Like the reaction to it was like, yeah, I remember you know, we, that. It, 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 I said it's they very turned the volume up. <laughs> but you, were, you were talking. You were talking in the abstract about what football clubs do, and someone had just got hold of sort of a, a ten-second clip of it, oh, yeah. which made it seem as if it was referenced specifically to Arsenal. Mm. Yeah, and it was like, in a way, you provoke all this frothing anger, but then a lot of people want to be involved in the frothing anger itself. Mm. It seems sometimes. Whereas, I think I, I, I won't speak for Joe, but I think one of the opinion things about what you guys have done is it's just not like that. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I'm not being invited to react to something. You're not trying to, you're not trying to uh, prod my sensitivities or get at me. It's very respectful and very, uh, without losing any of your opinions. Cause you're both very, you're forthright people. I know you both pretty well in real life. I've known you for well, too we're long. For, my apologies. For a year yeah. on that. <laughs> <age both of us. laughs> my apologies. <laughs> no, I, th- I think to be honest, Seb, I think from the beginning we were, well, I think first of all, it's a, it's an audience thing. I think TIFO yeah. is TIFO is huge. Stadio just isn't. Mm. I think it's probably it's probably bigger than we thought it would be, but I don't think it's it's not going to be. It's never ever ever going to be a football ramble, a totally football show, right. a, a Guardian Football Weekly. Also, I think in the last six months, I don't know if you guys have felt the same, but I've felt myself detach a little bit, and just actually, yeah. it used to really get to me. Just, but actually now I'm kind of like, do you know what, like. Mm. You're, not, you're just not going to please everyone all the time. Yeah, you can't, you can't nail everything. Joe, seeing see as, uh, as, as, as this has been the final season of your involvement in the TIFO Football Podcast, mm. as its tyrannical leader. <laughs> 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 Joe behind the scenes, by the way, nowhere near as tyrannical. True. No, it's exactly the same. No difference whatsoever. It's the, 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 yeah, the, <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> He's a teddy bear. What have, what have been the highlights, either of like the football or things that you guys have done this year? It's a really good, that's a really good question. Um, not used to people asking me questions. Seb, do you want to pick up that first one, I think? <laughs> yeah, I think, and I think as a company, I think probably our high point was our pre-tournament coverage of the World Cup yeah. and the series that we released. Mm. Uh, With James Montague. Yeah, it's written by James Montague, commissioned by Joe. Um, I think it was illustrated by entirely by Alice. Am I right there, Joe? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. And it's a, I think it's will always be the best thing we did, regardless of what we do now or in the future. Wow. Um, I'm very, very proud of it as well. And, and um, Joe spent a lot of time planning it with James Montague, and, and uh, yeah, it's marvelous. And um, yeah, I think that was my high point. I, I, think, I think actually, um, to be a, a little bit more subtle about it, I think that it was so res- well received was very heartening because it was critical and it was dense. And it was and weird as fuck. Like yeah. it didn't, like, we, it wasn't we like- We kind of take. thought that this is not going to be this a, a too big you know, performer. Yeah. And it was too niche. And we, we thought we kind of, I even think we actually scheduled content the week after to be a little bit more baity to make up yeah, for it, yeah. you know. Um, 
basically maybe the wrong word, but there's a bit more sort of popular stuff, mm-hmm. a bit more, a bit more broad. Um, in reality, it was um, very well received. So that would probably be, um, yeah, I'd, I'd say that would probably be my hype. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, uh, yeah, I think I would have. I think if I was thinking about the question in terms of the whole company, I would have gone would have gone straight to that because obviously it's like amazing. Every time we work with James Montague, it's just just one of the best Monty, guys ever. Right. I love him. Yeah. He's, he, you know, he's yeah. such a great writer. Fearless. And like, he's also a huge part of the reason why Tifo is what it is, despite the fact that, you know, you can't ever get him on the phone and he only he writes about four things a year, but he's so <laughs> central to what we do. <laughs> um, and you know, The Indiana Jones of football writing. <laughs> very much so, yeah. He's been living on that for a decade, that man. Um, but uh, <laughs> he uh, he's just so brilliant. Um, and in, te- but in terms of the podcast specifically, um, just whenever Seb's been in London, which hasn't been that you know since World Cup, maybe been three times, four times. But like, there's a, there's this feeling you get when Seb's in the room with you doing the podcast. <laughs> it's just different. I don't know how to describe it, but there's just something I'm hungry. Yeah, there's a hungry yeah. feeling. There's something. Yeah, I think I came and watched some World Cup games with you when yeah. Seb was there, and I think I've been in the office when he wasn't. There is definitely a different vibe. There is. Yeah, it's mm. it's it's not as much fun. More boring. It's kind of annoying that he lives in Germany. It's like when the teacher goes out of the room <laughs> and everyone's kind of trying to see what they can get away with before they come back it's true uh, Seb holds like a massive uh, he's like a huge source of gravity within the office like when he's there people are kind of like pulled towards him towards the kind of the right the right thing to do yeah and when he's gone JJ and I just scurry around the office like little kids you know stealing chocolate and stuffing our mouths and, um, but uh, so yeah I mean I'll I'll, I'll miss uh, that stuff and also I'll miss um, on a slightly less serious note being able to just um, off the top of my head, come up with the stupidest possible nickname for someone, and then have it stick for really the Goblin online. King. Like, or, <laughs> Goblin the Goblin King, King is so stupid. <laughs> asking John to bark. I mean, bless him, John's such a sweetheart. Asking him to bark is like the meanest possible thing to do. So he, he made him do it in, in front of the live audience at the beginning. Yeah, I, saw, I was watching. I was watching. I was crying. I was crying. <laughs> so, like, I'm, I'll be sad to let that go, and also happy. Yeah. Are you missing JJ's, JJ's chaos as well? Like he's like that. What's yeah. that? Um, this is again a reference that shows my age. But that in a Back to the Future, the chaotic time traveling doctor slash scientist. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's is JJ Ball the energy. Doc of 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 Tifo. I Absolutely. think he is. He's like if Doc were you know Doc went back in time and was uh, yeah, and 30, fifty years younger. Yeah, studied football <laughs> tactics. So like, JJ has this quite funny ability to um to be sort of completely on point when his very own little Overton window crosses over the correct area. But if it's not there, it's just, there's no chance. Like whatever <laughs> it is that he's thinking about or looking at, that's what he'll be, that's what he'll be talking about. Uh, before, before we go, um, I have, a, I I have say, a hard out in three minutes, by the way. I didn't mention that beforehand. Oh, but, right. But so just, a hard out in three minutes. You know, yeah. All right. One answer. Favorite football thing from this year. Go. Sacking of Antonio Conte. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Napoli. Napoli Napoli particular that the the friendship team uh, Victor Osserman and Quarot Scalia like Osserman just just, on the hard out Musa yes go for it Joe sorry Joe that's my (laughs) least favourite thing about Musa he fires off a load of gold where we're on a tight schedule no it's good (laughs) I was was glad for it because I was still trying to think about what my he's like Prince he's like a creative he's just a creative vessel (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say um I loved the World Cup as well as felt very complicated yeah. about it. And it, sometimes I look back on the season and forget that it even happened midway through. But partly it is because 
I was with Seb and JJ and John and hung out with, with you guys as well a little bit. And, you know, it's just like yeah, every day it's a bit different to the other months, but yeah. there's, there's something uh, special about special about it, even though it was super complicated. Uh, so pro- probably like the whole World Cup, I would say. Wow. I think the single, my single favourite footballing moment this season was Reese Nelson's goal against Bournemouth. <laughs> wow, yes. <laughs> because I've just, I just don't think I've, I can't remember the last time I felt that way. Yeah. Favourite podcast moment, actually, I just want to shout out, was Chris Ryan's intro when we had him on. We were like, welcome Chris Ryan. And he just went, and I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe's got a hard out. This has been yep. so much fun, though. I love, really I love you guys, and I love, love you your guys. show. And I, I th- and people will be listening. Well, I will have said this in the intro, and they're probably the outro again. But like, uh, you know, Tifo isn't going anywhere, right? The podcast's still going to be there, but we're not doing off the weekend stuff anymore. And of course, uh, there's the Totally Football Show, that which is an athletic uh, podcast, which does some off the week weekend stuff as well. But in terms of tone, yeah. you're looking for something which isn't dissimilar oh, to yeah. Tifo, and you yeah. want to hear off the weekend stuff. It's got to be Stadio, baby. Not Stadio, baby. Joe is about to be called in to the office at uh, The Athletic referring <laughs> a non-athletic podcast. If they, if they listened, I would have been fired a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, guys, this was super fun. Love you. Thanks for coming it's on. It's been amazing. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Bye, bye, bye. Brilliant, guys. Much love, gang. See you IRL soon. I enjoyed that, man. Yeah, it's great. Great bunch. Great vibes. Great bunch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, best of luck to the TIFO boys and where, where they take the podcast next. And also, we always reference their videos because we love their videos and they're going to carry so on. Good. It's all going to yeah. be good. Yeah. Um, thanks to Seb and Joe for chatting to us. And we hope you all enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Something a little bit different on the stadio. Um, and then I guess that's, that's us done. 2022-23 is done. Uh, if you are wondering what our plans are around the summer, we, we we did go into it at the end of the last episode, but just to clarify, all eyes on Counterpressed for the Women's World Cup. So go and subscribe. Search for Counterpressed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Ian might pop up in the last stages of the tournament. As we mentioned, you know, not saying anything, but maybe if we get a, an invite, maybe we'll pop on there. Yes, but yes. We're not begging it, of course. Counterpressed's time. And uh, they're going to do an amazing job. I'm really hyped. And really, really excited to, to enjoy it as a fan. This, I'm, I'm enjoying this so much. You know, this is like when back in the spoken word days, we were always gigging and you can just go to gig and just enjoy the spoken word, yeah. enjoy the art without having to perform. Just sit back and actually just enjoy no engagement other than just someone appreciating it. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, just once again, like we mentioned at the top of the show, thanks to everyone who supported us this year, everyone who's listened, who shared, who's got in touch, came to any live shows. Um, we'll do a few more of those this year as well. I've got a lot to do, man. This to-do list is getting bigger, actually. Maybe we should get, wrap this podcast up before I... Can't wait, man. Can't wait. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Stadio. You can follow us on Instagram at Stadio Football. Our socials may go quiet for a little while. Mm. Do not fear. Uh, we're just having a little bit of a break. Um, if you want some music for the summer, why don't you check the Stadio Outros playlist on Spotify? And uh, our final tune of the season is a tune by Brief Encounter. And it's called Where Will I Go? Because where will we go, Mr? Spiritually, who physically, who knows? 
Who knows? <laughs> Not in the podcast, that's much. That's much for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near a microphone. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you would like to add, Musa Kwonga? Nothing further. Nothing further. Wonderful. Right, everyone. Have a lovely, lovely summer. Enjoy the Women's World Cup. And we will be back with you, I imagine, sometime in August. Until then, much love. See you then.